We've saved the world with Yami no games. Translators know that means shadow game. We've seen the end of an era, but now we're going back to zero. Join us as Shibuya Gato. You had all these chapters you could adapt, and you kept the one where she's chloroformed by a goblin. Shora. Guys, help. I challenged a kid to fucking dragon block. Oh no. Calamity Carl. Hey, here's a guy. You have the perfect way to pay off our bills. You ever heard of a casting couch? And Bio Roxas. Time for a shadow game, a shadow mini golf game. Watch through Toei's original Yu-Gi-Oh! anime and using the power of the Millennium Microphone. Uh, I don't know, fuck around in Domino for 28 episodes in a movie? Probably. No wonder you were singing it, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hi, welcome to Millennium Mike. Uh, I'm just gonna put this out there. Before we started recording, I hopped into the call. Shora was AFK, and as he's coming back, he's he's singing distantly. The there, there goes Hawaii. There, there goes Hawaii. Oh, that's because when Shora joined, I had my microphone right next to my speakers, and the second Shora joined, I started playing it. <laughs> okay, that's also very funny. Shora, did you have that plan before today, or what, or when you jumped in call? Uh. No, I originally had something different, but that one just came to me in a moment of genius, and I was like, oh. Oh, it's a perfectly crafted bullet. That is there a perfect shot that you just took. Congratulations on uh, not missing. I never do. And I'd say sometimes you do, but like... Uh, <laughs> Damn. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 You know what did miss? That first episode of this fucking... Hey, you know what did miss? Uh, every episode that was about sexual harassment today. Hey, everybody, welcome! <laughs> now, let me just say that I'm, I did, I do have to go to church and repent for my sins for writing down the word nursey. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please do. Ex you know what? Don't excuse me. I don't want to know. Do not well, mention it again. <laughs> it's like the clussy, but with nurses. I'm. That's worse than what I was thinking. I thought you were just being like, "Oh, nursey, please." No, no. no I swear no. to fucking God with you. That nurse oh. pussy, baby. Hi, welcome to the Twitter preview. This is the tw this is the Twitter preview. We're peaking early today. Mm. God mm. damn. <laughs> if I don't start with nurse pussy, what do oh, we start okay. with? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Carl, Carl, Carl really cool. saw Jonochi going to the hospital to visit his younger sister and said, Pussy! I was like, hey, oh. y'all this nurse, though? Oh, Damn, man. you really, you really are the Joey, because he, too, was down bad for that bitch. Anyway. I'm down bad every day. Hey, everyone, welcome to Millennium <laughs> Microphone. <laughs> so, uh, getting away from that, like, as far away as humanly possible. Uh, how's everyone doing? Uh, oh, you know. I was doing good. <laughs> what happened? Did someone change that? <laughs> oh, man. I wonder why I'm like this and I open Twitter and see someone retweeting a tweet that says, the chemical imbalances in my brain, Nussie. So, I mean, <laughs> I think I have my answer. My brother in Christ, unfollow these people on Twitter. I'm fucking begging you. <laughs> I do a T-pose and start ascending into heaven while Kawaii Tasakeba, please. Yeah, other than, you know, starting this podcast, it, week's been good. <laughs> That's fair. 
That's things entirely have, Things have definitely been happening. It's it's been it's been a time. Sure has been a week. I managed to trick two of the summer kids we have with the uh, what's that on your shirt and then flicking their nose bit. Fuck yeah. I feel so powerful. You should. Imagine falling for that in 2022. Right? <laughs> How old are these kids for reference? Like, one I think is 16 and the other one's like 18. Oh, at that oh, point they've... they ought to know better. Fuck them. <laughs> they're, they're old they've got no, no fucking excuse. <laughs> okay, wait. Set the scene. Set the scene. Tell us about it. What you do? Oh, the first one uh, was coming back from the deli around the corner with uh, breakfast. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, hey, what's up? And I was like, what's that on your shirt? And he looked down and I went, bonk. And he immediately threw his arms off. Like, I can't fucking believe I fell for that. <laughs> I'm hysterical walking away from him. At least he understood the shame of the moment. Second one, I just gotten into work and I walked into a room where one of them was working. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? And I went, what's that on your shirt? And he looks down and went, <laughs> And he went, I can't believe it. I was like, two of you, two of you now have gotten for that. You understand how dire this mm. is. <laughs> That's just funny as fuck, though. It's fucking funny, dog. Why? So why were you harassing these kids? Oh, because they're <laughs> the summer kids. And, you know, I am their boss, so oh, I must torture okay. them while they're there. So you go, am I right? You go. Yeah. Season season zero. Are we all good? I'm, listen, I'm trying to think of a good segue. I got fucking nothing. Head empty. No thoughts. So which is bad for the like, podcast. Like you stepped on the segue and you're just it just like took off from under your feet and you're just floating in midair with the pieces of the handlebars in your hands. No, what happened is that I tried stepping on the segue. I put my weight on my heel and not my toes, and then the the segue just like fucking slammed into my face. I fell backwards. I'm in the middle of falling in slow motion, and my face is just deadpan as I'm about you, to hit the ground and eat ass. Damn. You got up on it, and then it just like explodes in a dust cloud and you see the fucking the segue taking off and when the dust cloud clears it's just you lying dead on the floor <laughs> specifically in the peter griffin pose yeah yes exactly <laughs> so full disclosure i watched the first three episodes of my viewing last night while i was exhausted okay mm -hmm. and oh dear god this first fucking episode i know you showed me the preview image last uh, recording, and I have never felt more like I wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> I knew I know it was coming. One. It was just that this is still my least favorite chapter in the manga. Yeah. And honestly, at a certain point, I, I, got, I, I got to a fucking point with this episode where I passed the fucking disgust and anger. And all I could do is sit there and go, why does this guy sound like a normal human being? He looks like a Weevil Underwood type of character. Give him an annoying voice. At least then I can be extra angry. Yeah, it's not the fucking voice I was expecting at all. I thought Honestly. this was Makura at first. I thought this was like... Yeah, he, has, he stole Makura. Makura's hair. It's so <laughs> fucked up. It's... Alright, I'm, I'm just gonna officially move, move us into the episode. So, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! <clears throat> season 0. Episode 13! Season 0, episode 13. Targeting a schoolgirl. The fang of a great prediction. That's... Is that the what it's literal called? title of this episode. Is that actually what or it's like called? like the fang of a predator. Get this man away from a school. Yes, Bio. That is the literal title of this of this episode. 
you think he's like actually a high schooler or do you think he's just like one he of those is. short gremlins he that is like a high, pretends he is a unfortunately he is a high schooler no, 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 I'm saying like, school. yeah i know he goes to that school but do you guys actually think he goes to that school yes yeah. i think he's like a 40 year old short person unfortunately they knew him so half of the people in domino are unfortunately like uh, uh, either vertically challenged or <laughs> like just look disgusting yeah and it's yeah. really weird dominoes they put something in the water yeah, supply right? there's, there's some kind of testing going on there for these kids to end up like this i'll tell you what <laughs> no i know you mean domino city but it's not like you just went dominoes and i just started thinking of the pizza place mm, pizza <laughs> fuck i want some pizza damn it just to share a little behind the scenes information with you guys mm-hmm. um the voice actor for this fucking creeper, this fucking uh, sexual harasser, oh, pre- no. fake prediction dude. Which mm. famous VA is it going to be? It, it's a famous VA that a f- that you guys will know for a few different roles. Uh, <clears throat> will I? I'm going to target Carl with the bullet first. Oh, yeah. Buggy the Clown. Oh, you're going to hurt me in a second, but that's funny as fuck that you open on the clown. Shibuya? Bio? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is kind of a two for one, I think. Oh, no. Vexen <laughs> and, Ku- and Kuwabara. Vexen? Okay. Vexen <laughs> makes perfect sense. Vexen's also a sense. fucking freak. Yep. Kuwabara hurts. But I watch it uh, dubbed and not subbed, so I'm good. I don't, I don't know how I didn't notice it was fucking Shigeru Chiba. <laughs> Don Kanonji from Bleach, uh, Iggy from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh god, he's Iggy! <laughs> Fuck, he is Iggy! No! Raditz from Dragon Ball. Oh, and and Kefka from from Final <laughs> Fantasy XII. Kefka. See that Close that and tracks. Buggy just feel correct. Right? Yeah, and Vexen, yeah. frankly. <laughs> Let's not forget he also voices the Morphers in Kyoryu Sent or a uh, fucking Zunin Sentai Kyoryuger. That's funny. <laughs> he voices the guns and also shows up as the purple ranger and he goes, I'm the one who voices the guns, you idiots. That's funny as fuck. Honestly. <laughs> it's a good season. And he goes to Transformer and throws <sighs> out his back. <laughs> There's just a bullet for everybody in this list. Holy shit. Okay, you guys. That's so unfortunate. I have a I have a very sad announcement. Oh. Uh. I had my first negative reactions towards Miho in this episode. Let's go! He's been you understand. Yeah. You get the vision. Because I don't remember what I said, but I just have dot, dot, dot. Does all Miho care about his money? Yes. <laughs> yes. More or less, yes. actually. She, she straight up said that she can't wait to uh, meet a rich person. Right? Yeah, someone who like can that. get an inheritance. Something like that. And I was like, oh. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. It's I was like fine with it before, and now it's like, oh, she just she only cares about money. She's just that a gold digger. All right, gotcha. Understood. Falling all the way off. Yeah, she kind of just fucking sucks always, and when you realize that, she becomes the most insufferable person. Yeah, I mean, I think she becomes the most insufferable person by existing in the first in the first place. But okay, well, th- this is the one episode where there's a moment, and, and I'm like, okay. You've made me laugh at anything involving yeah. Miho. You get the pass. But unfortunately, <laughs> it comes from the Predator, so we'll get to that. Honestly, 
most of these episodes didn't have much much uh, cardboard in them, so I'm fine with them. I was yeah, able to um, ignore <laughs> the fucking wet cardboard a lot easier today. My my third note in is Honda. I cannot let you go with Joey Yugi to see the fortune teller because you're going with me instead. I need to see if I get my dick wet in that soggy cardboard. <laughs> oh God! Christ! There goes a light. <laughs> Not yet. Hawaii's fine for now. You're right. I have to. I have to save that bit for. You need to save that because that is a precious bullet. <gasps> I'm sorry. I just realized that the beat for "There Goes Hawaii" fits really well with the words "soggy wet pussy." What? I'm gonna fucking scream <laughs> directly in your ear. It will be loud. You will despise it. <gasps> It's deserved. At this point, it's deserved. I'm broken as a human being. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Bio. I'm sorry. I heard the fucking uh. drill downstairs, and I was like, are you for real? Yeah, that construction crew oh, really man. is not letting up. Oh, Don't yeah, look okay. Off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're fighting back. Oh, God. Go, uh, go challenge them to a shadow game. So, uh, so fun fact, in the manga, mm -hmm. uh, Kokorano, his, uh, first appearance is in Chapter 5, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel 5, False Prophet. More or less, this episode is, they, they expand upon a lot, obviously, but it is more or less a fairly true retelling of the manga chapter with a couple of changes, most notably in the shadow game that they play. Oh, where they dropped the bottles of chloroform? Yeah. yeah. In in the manga, the game is a little different. Rather than dropping them from the ceiling, they literally have a single bottle of chloroform on a table covered in slips of paper that they have to take turns yanking paper off the table and trying not to, like, tip over the bottle. Hmm. Doesn't it also happen in a karaoke bar? I miss if you said that part. Uh, I don't think it happens. It doesn't happen in a karaoke bar. There's a different chapter that covers that one. That's a uh, that's a dude who like plays right, music yeah, too I'm loud. Yeah, well, where was it that happened in uh in this one? Was I, it still I think in it's the still just the science lab because where else is this kid gonna find fucking chloroform? Why does this what? Why does a school have chloroform? I he probably looked up how to make it on the early '90s internet. Ah. Like, it took him three hours, but that bitch was dedicated to getting pussy without consent, so, like, mm -hmm. you know. In the manga, the game was called Paper Crash. Players had to pull sheets of paper out from underneath the bottle of chloroform without letting it fall. Kokoranu tried to use his powers to levitate the bottle, but wound up knocking himself out with it instead. What? Yeah, it's very funny. Because he's determined to prove that he actually has these powers, even though he is a complete hack fraud. So he's uh, like, you're right, I can just levitate it with my mind. And he starts cackling as he starts pulling the paper. And there's a moment where he just thinks that he's done it. And then it hard cuts in the next page to him pass the fuck out <laughs> on the floor. It's yeah, very it's funny. it's really funny. Oh, man. Uh... I hate this child, but this child has one line that's really fucking good, where he's just like, oh, you two are the only ones who haven't come to see me tell fortunes yet. Fuck this bitch, because she doesn't take life seriously. Fuck her. But you, Anzu. And, like, that's that was a funny one-off line, but then I remembered what he was going to do to Anzu later, and I wanted to strangle him. I wanted to see the life fade from his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this, this kid deserves it. Bio, yeah, this yeah, kid... Yeah. 
was no, I, yeah, going to do things. Yeah. Half of my notes are, I wish violence upon this fucker. Um, <laughs> also, also, uh, I had a very good note that was uh, just this episode be like... <laughs> I love Demi Lovato post get a job stay away from her so funny pretty good thank you it just came to me while I was watching and I was like this is the bit of joy I needed right now in the midst of all this I need more stories where the fortune teller shows up and is actually a fortune teller and is actually like ends up becoming their friend because they're like, I need to know more about what the fuck's going on in your life. Yeah, like she's a common writer, Ryuki. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, this is very specific. Where is this going? <laughs> like a common writer, Ryuki, where a fortune teller shows up and goes, "My predictions are always correct," and he just starts hanging out with him, and is just like, uh, "Fuck it, let's hang out." Yeah, we're both writers. Fuck it, let's kick it, dog. So for common writer, is it like they have the motorcycles? Is that the whole writer bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah cool typically a motorcycle except for one no except for like three who have cars well one who has a car one who has a fucking hover cycle thing that's cool uh, yeah that's that true. gets yeah. used all of once oh. uh recent riders have sort of ditched the bike thing or or made it very minimal and it's very funny it's because japanese bike laws are really strict well, I mean, yeah, but they get permits and they get professional drivers to dress up in these suits and just, like, ride it down the highway for a shot or two. I don't know if I'd say the recent ones haven't been doing it. Zero One did it and uh, Saber mm -hmm. did it quite a bit. Saber just had the, the shitty CG really... bike, um, but... Uh... It's funny. They also, with Revice, just wanted to do something a little different. Yeah, so he has, like, a hover cycle. It's kind of they made an actual fucking hover cycle. They did, and they used on it, it. once, and then it's, it's so CG funny. once, and then it never shows up again. It's yeah. so funny. It's really good. They fucking put that thing in, like, one promotional episode, and that was it. Well, because it was one of the early form power-ups, so it shows up once and then get fucked. <laughs> yeah. It anyway. shows up long enough for children to want the toy, and then you're done. Yeah. So it's very funny that you can tell, like, immediately that this motherfucker is just setting everything up himself. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, I'm just going to pull out this piece of paper from my shirt that says that there's going to be an earthquake today. All right, so open the mantle up. Yeah, when Miho was, like, actively just like, ooh, what's under here? <laughs> I was really hoping that he would just get exposed super early and they would change the entire second half of the episode to just be like, he's coping and seething. And he's, tr and, like, funny. it becomes that. That would have been a good change. If the episode had been nothing but him cope, seethe, molding over fucking cardboard, that would have been the funniest shit, and it would have almost given cardboard a point in my mind for of positivity. Hey, if the episode became he tries to kill cardboard for outing him as a fraud, that would have been really sick, and we all would have fucking loved it, probably. I wouldn't know who to root for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair, but that is very funny. Is it very specifically avoid the light? Something with lights gonna befall you. Oh, then a light just so happens to fall near Joey in the gym. Oh, look, I predicted an earthquake would happen today in Japan. Oh, a country special. that lies on a fault line where we get earthquakes like every fucking week. I pulled out a sheet of paper from my jacket that said that this girl would come to see me. I definitely didn't write this earlier today and stick it in my That's jacket for this exact moment. I was, yep. yep. 
It's not like he has he has like seven pieces of paper. Like she'll visit me before lunch. She'll visit me during lunch. She'll visit me <laughs> yeah. after lunch. I will visit her. You think it's like a system that yeah. he has. Like like he opens up his cape and there's like different pockets for <laughs> for different situations. This one's like this one's for girls. This one's for earthquakes. This one's for yeah. That's pretty much what right. it is. Basically, hmm. except they're all like stapled inside of his shirt or something. All just stuck in Didn't there. Didn't even have the decency to hide it so that he could like open it up without ca- causing suspicion. Mm-hmm. What an idiot. Get fucked. Gotta think when it gets really hot out, he's gotta be very careful of how he takes that thing off. No, he just doesn't take it off. Yeah, he never takes it off. He probably sleeps in it. <laughs> then the papers get all wet. And yeah. Sweaty. Ugh. It's what that fucker deserves. <laughs> they look at it and they're like, why is the ink running? And he's like, it's hot today, okay. I'm still just not over the fact that they gave this guy an actual human being's voice. Yeah, it's fucked yeah. up. Like, there's there's not a universe in my mind where he doesn't just sound like a different version of Weevil fucking Underwood. <laughs> I think it's funny that, like, the, the mind game shit, you know? One thing that he said was gonna happen happened, so that means that he was telling the truth... So then I'm going to meet that person that I, he was talking about. But who could it be? Could it be the, the guy who, who saved me from that guy with a gun? The mind just sort of does things like that. And it's very funny to me. They're high schoolers. They're gullible as shit. And yeah. uh, it's very unfortunate. I mean, it happens to more than high schoolers. but I mean, that's entirely fair. If that had been like an intentional mind game on his part, that would have actually made that uh, this this episode a lot better. But knowing that it's just a a pure, he didn't he didn't know that Anzu got fucking saved by by some random stranger as far as she knows. She just connected the dots on her own. It would have been really cool to see him actually like do the the more common shtick that you get from fortune tellers and and uh, like uh, what's the word for people who perform seances and stuff, spiritualists, etc. Yeah, medium. Thank you. Uh, it would have been cool to see him actually do all the mind game shit that goes behind, goes into that because when you when you study all the shit that they have to do to make themselves come across as legitimate, it's wild. Oh yeah, I've never seen. Yeah, I've never looked. Yeah. That. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I'm really excited. I just saw the oh. PM asking in the. Sorry to, to derail this a little bit. Okay. I saw PM's message in Dipships. Did one of you send me a package? I'm so happy it arrived on time. Oh, no. <laughs> I got him adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so shit. excited for this. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, this is going to come out way after that episode of Dipships, so that's funny as fuck. Holy shit, dude. Oh, my God. Hey. He's going to send that message of, like, who the fuck bought me these diapers while we're talking about, like, episode 14 or some shit. And it's going to be funny as hell. Oh, he did already. Oh, my God. He just sent the message of, who, did one of y'all send me a package? I'm like, oh, baby, tomorrow's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Oh, my God. Are you are you going to keep him from opening it until it's on podcast tomorrow? Oh, of course. Good. Yeah. Good. Of course. Yeah. If he opens it already, he's a hack fuck. You should lie. And tell him that it was a collaboration between you and Jordan so you can throw Jordan under the bus for this week. God, I wish. (laughs) Man. Anyway, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, we'll get to dipships when we get to the ad break. I can't believe Taya actually let him, like, touch her hand. That was so gross. 
<laughs> she was just like, oh, I mean, palm reading is a genuine thing, but also when Yugi was completely disgusted, I feel that. Yeah, right. Oh, your hand is so soft. But Yugi, yeah. Yugi got the paper trick. He was, he was yeah, like, he, he's probably he did this. And I was like, yes. He called that shit within the first five minutes. And he was like, well, I know it's fake, but it, it's kind of like a game. So it'd be rude of me to like out him. I thought of that like manga meme where the, the girl is like looking at the TV and she's like, he's just like me for real. <laughs> that's not a girl. That's the main character. Chainsaw me. Yeah. Oh, is it? All right. No that's idea. Denji. Yes, Denji. <laughs> I, I hate that Yugi called him out for it. And he was like, what proof do you have? And it's like, just rip off. Yugi. The, just rip it off. Yugi? Open your coat. That's a, quite a bold claim. What makes you think that? Uh, uh, I, I, I don't really have proof. You, If you tell him to open the mantle, you'll have plenty of proof. Yeah, the proof he has is open your coat, fucker. Expose the inside of that thing. Also, like he got a little jealous. He's a little jealous boy. That's fine. Yeah, he... Don't touch her fucking hand. It's fine. He gets his moment. The uh, the words from heaven prophecy was pretty good. I liked that. Yeah. <laughs> that one I believe is ripped straight from the manga where it's just like words from heaven will strike you down. Oh yeah, the bookshelf. The bookshelf is about to kill this child. So good. I was like, that's a good sign. Very good. I like it. I'm glad that Yami swapped in at that moment and not only uh jumped out of the way, but caught him running off, just like, huh, a literal sneaky boy. Yeah, and then it just like cuts to Taya getting chloroformed, and I was like is, did, did that just happen? Unfortunately. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that is the same as the manga. I touch a boopy. When, hey, when he said, um, what was it? <clears throat> uh, your destiny is to put your body in my hands. Uh, yeah. I believe mm. my note was all caps me screaming, I am going to beat you to death and I won't even bother making it look like an accident, you <laughs> fucking freak. Yeah, that's real fucking scummy. It's disgusting hate that but it's okay yami beats his ass and descends into hell so it's all good yeah and then we get uh the shadow game which unfortunately the toei anime does not assign the shadow games any like specific names which is a damn shame considering the manga actually gave each and every one of them a name like Having having a name like Paper Crash associated would have been so nice. But we can make uh, up names. Like I I can think of one right now. Uh, it's Chloroform O'Clock. <laughs> I can come up with one. Uh, it's this Sleepy Snore Snore Snooze Snooze Time. I I mean, going by Kazuki Takahashi's naming scheme, I was just going to go with Bottle Drop. Uh, that's valid. Uh, fuck, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. There's that Don't Wake Up Dad game. Did you guys ever play that? Oh daddy. yeah, I know which one you're thinking of. Oh god, <laughs> don't wake daddy. Uh, I saw the ads for that and I always hated it as a kid. It's, oh yeah, I never played it. Gross. I just always saw it on like Nickelodeon or something. Yeah, shit out of me all the yeah. time. I used to have it as a kid. It sucked. Like I had perfection as a kid, and that always stressed me the fuck out. I couldn't imagine playing a game where like if if you wake up the dad, you fucking lose. Ugh, hate that. <laughs> this episode Shadow Game. Based on Paper Crash, the rules were five strings were connected to a clock, each stream connected a string connected to a chloroform bottle. Every minute, the minute hand would cut a string, causing a bottle to fall. Each player would take turns catching the falling bottle. It was not known what string was connected to what bottle. Pretty simple, really. 
It is funny that that they had like a minute between bottles, but because of how late in the episode yeah. the game started, it felt like there was only like twenty seconds in between at, at most. Because if you have a minute between bottles, you can pretty much figure out like what string is going where, unless they're tangled to complete shit. I love the idea of Dark Yugi just summoning like shadow demons to set up this these game games. Sucked. It's just very funny to imagine a bunch of like fucking little shadow demon goblins being like, no, no, you gotta, you gotta tie it like this. You gotta tie it like that. You gotta, you gotta fucking connect it to that. It's hey. the fucking delinquent duos demons just showing up. No, better just idea. Like, Come on, you gotta tie it like this, dude. You gotta make it tight. It's the delinquent duos and one wretched goes to the attic. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. There is a shadow game that involves a Karibo-like creature. Specifically, Winged Karibo in the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX manga-exclusive Tragodia Shadow game. Weighing of the Heart. Oh. What the fuck? So that's fun. That's crazy. That seems sick. Oh, the, the trip where he freaking throws out his whatever millennium necklace. That was, awesome. that was really yeah. fun. Oh, yeah, where so he cool. catches the bottle with the, with the puzzle. <laughs> the Millennium so Necklace. So good. The Millennium Necklace. Does he ever lose? He can't lose a game, right? I well, mean, he probably could, but... Plot Armor dictates he can't, but, like, if it's not a shadow game, in theory, he could just lose one. Mm. He could take an L at some point. Like, Yugi takes the L to the nurse at first. I like that while he has to always win, they do give him, like, moments of, you know, making it, it, they make it seem more believable that he could actually lose at some of the games he plays. And it's very, it's very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause and if he lost, then he wouldn't be Yu-Gi-Oh! He would just be Yu-Gi. Why? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. I was O King. Oh... Cause, cause O means king. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be the king of games if he lost a game. He would just be game. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would just be of games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fuck this little freak. I hate him. But also, this episode gave us one, one big thing. Okay. Which was Taya being dragged away. By a, or carried away, not dragged. He didn't grab her by the wrist and fucking go unga bunga carry her out. <laughs> Carrying her out bridal style, and she notices a mark on the man who saved her's hand, and then notices the same mark on little Yugi's hand. We're setting up the thought. Yeah, we're starting to get the hints that somebody might have a brain cell and figure this out <laughs> on their own. Yeah. Not Yugi. Could it be? Did this little son of a bitch save my life two times? All right, and on that note, I'm going to move us ahead to episode 14. They did a close-up on that little freak's face, and I fucking hated every second of it. Season 0, episode 14. Bahuka Gemu de Saikodetto. In a bomb game, the worst date. Hey. So before uh, before the episode actually started, where I was watching it, they had this, this little preview image. Yes, that made me yes, I mind. saw that image too. I was dying. I was like, wait, does Yugi get turned into a baby in this episode? <laughs> it's really fucking good. <laughs> it's just very fun. <laughs> Here's the clean screenshot of just him also. Ah. Ah. He looked like, yeah, he looked <laughs> like a freaking toddler image. in this one. Yeah. It's so it's weird. It's very funny, so especially weird. considering 
what very what strong. the context is for right? that image. But uh, yeah, it was very like it was it was very odd to watch. Like this episode was weird. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, this episode actually we went from one of the worst chapters just because of the content to one of my favorite standalone chapters in early Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, people can talk about the the arcs all they want, but as far as standalone games go, I think this might be my favorite. Oh, the flower clock? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's even different in the manga. Oh, yeah? Because remember, they have to stretch this out for a whole episode. It's um, It's based on cards. Yeah, in, in the manga, they base it off of a set of playing cards, like poker hmm. cards. Interesting. Yeah, so like, Yugi has to play a weird version of Solitaire in order to make sure that the cars uh, don't end up blowing up. And uh, it's somewhat luck-based. So, like, there's no guarantee. That, whereas this one is, like, pure skill. And frankly, I think this is one of the coolest episodes where they made changes to lengthen it out. And it sort of works to its own benefit. Mm-hmm. Because I, I like the idea of the skill game. So, fun fact. Mm-hmm. The character of the bomber in this episode? Yeah. Did any of you recognize that voice? I didn't no. recognize the voice, no. I was too busy pogging the entire time. Yeah. The voice of the bomber has a very distinctive voice. Uh, because he's a very, very well-known Japanese VA. Ryusei Nakao, voice of Frieza. <laughs> oh my god. That's funny, man. <laughs> I love that Joey ended up all alone in this episode. It's very funny. Uh, so. Car number three will blow up in five minutes, ten episodes later. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. this, episode is a, this episode is a little too real. Why? Reminded me back in 99. Oh yeah? A lot of people died. It's a scary moment. Oh. I can't believe this dude just talks like the fucking Riddler. Riddle so, me this, uh, hey. Inspector. Who's a bitch? So, it's you! So, hey, Shibuya. What's up? Shibuya, you remember when I said that I had a different intro quote initially? Oh, was it about him? Originally, like, my first rough draft idea of an intro quote for this week was going to be me just going, Hey, Carl. Bikua smog. <laughs> What would the correct answer have been? Or would there have been no correct answer and you would have just... I would have just played a fucking explosion noise. That's funny as fuck. Good. Good. (laughs) That's good. Mm. Uh, Mr. Detective, what can carry people across large distances and goes through the air? A blimp? Close? I mean, technically Birds. you're right, but that's not the answer I was looking for, so get fucked! Your mother? Now, where would one of these devices be going to a, if a place had an association with a fruit? A rather large one. A peach? Like James and the giant peach? No. no. That's Still not, wrong. That's C. That's, that's not air. Oh my god, they hit the pentagon. <laughs> <laughs> Japan did know ahead of time. It's just that it was all being told through riddles, so they couldn't <laughs> stop it. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, man. First Tamias and the legendary dragons couldn't stop it. Now this? <laughs> oh, please. I, I love Yugi just going, I love amusement parks, which is subtle foreshadowing to how Kaiba will ruin all the things he loves and while attempting to murder this child. 
Please look forward to later. <laughs> this is the second time that I referenced Common Rider in my notes. Which one was this one? I'm just like bomb threat in a pool. It's just Common Rider at this point. Because there was an episode of O's where there was a bomb in an amusement park. You're right. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, there was an episode of Kuga where there's a monster that shows up in swimming pools exclusively. Yeah, I believe and just that. just drags huh. people under and fucking drowns them. Oh, that's fucked up. Yikes. Yeah, Kuga's fucked up generally. I love how, like, Taya's brain is like, oh, Yugi came and saved me when I was in danger, so let me go, like, try to drown myself. That's like, we can pretend to be drowning. Well, obviously she knows how to swim because she's, like, faking it very well. Mm. And then Yugi jumps in selflessly <laughs> yeah. and actually it's starts like drowning. Yeah, I love that. Hey, real, real, real quick, Taya in a sundress, let's go. It's a cute look. Mm. Yeah, she she just is very fun and good in this episode, what generally. Mm. Huh? I was drinking water. You could say someone looks cute without wanting to say you want to fuck them. Well, Maya. I mean, when it comes from oh. you, it just... She's like a... She's a fucking child. Are you all right? I just... When it comes from you, it just makes me worried. That's all. You know what? <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> but, like, come on, dog. Have some faith. <laughs> I love you, though, Carl. Holy shit. So, once again, this episode is more or less a... Not quite one-to-one, but a, a fairly faithful retelling of a manga chapter. Yeah. Uh, minor differences. I don't think the manga involved a a pool, so that's whatever. It, it gave us some really cute moments with with Yugi and and Anzu, so that's that's fun. When yeah. he saw her in the swimsuit and he got the little hearts, so I was like, that's cute. It, it was the it two was of them sitting cute. next to each other is very funny. And honestly, uh. considering they mostly focused on Joey and not on Miho and and, and bitchless, uh, I I. <laughs> I enjoyed the whole little subplot of Joey just of Jonochi just being like, I gotta I gotta keep a keep track of my good friend Yug. I gotta I gotta spy on him. I gotta make sure that this is all going well. Yeah. Honestly, genuinely, this is one of the only times I've looked at Miho and I've gone, You're not detracting from the episode, you're actually making it funnier. Because now Joey so... is riding solo in this amusement park and upset <laughs> yeah. that he's bitchless and it's really funny. <laughs> so there was a, a point specifically where uh Miho's freaking out over Tristan because he's like, I wish I could have seen Miho in a swimsuit. Yeah. And she shouts, you pervert. And I was like, this is going to be like a deep fucking cut for anyone who hasn't watched it. I was I immediately thought of the character Hanako from Asobi Asobase. And I was like, if she was just her, this would be, she would be a better character immediately. I would love her so much more because she'd be fucking screaming at the top of her lungs like a psychopath. <laughs> Oh, you mean like like Anzu does when Jonochi shows up and and she's like, he fucking touched me. He touched me in a weird place. Stranger danger. Me. That was really me. fucking. No. <laughs> These dudes pop out of the woodworks to start beating the shit out of their friend. Yeah. I. And she's like, ah da da, Jonochi, where did you come from? I love how this episode just implies that there's a bunch of dudes just everywhere, just ready to fucking throw down for Anzu. <laughs> Ready to? Th we need more men who are willing to throw down when they hear a woman shout, "Pervert, he touched me." For we need real, more men who will just jump out of nowhere and start beating the shit out of them. Yeah, honestly, so fucking solidarity. We need more of this. Anzu has a superpower. It's just such a shame that all of the people who respect women are the fucking people who aren't main characters for episodes. Because <laughs> you know, we need more people who will throw down and respect women. Um, hello. 
I'm sorry. I I forgot that I wrote down when Yuki had that little look looking at Taya in the chair. I forgot, I forgot I wrote down my boy's a pit man. I can feel it with my old chest. Jesus what the Christ. fuck? Yeah. What? Oh my god. <laughs> He's staring right at her pits. That's what's in his eye level. He can't help that. <laughs> Dude. All he can see. <sighs> so this episode his hair opens. Goes up to her neck. This, this episode opens with uh the cops tracking down a bomb threat dude. We get to a amusement park sub a park subplot, which was is very fun. And then everything comes to a head when uh <laughs> turns out that that park is the next bomb threat location. Yeah, it's uh -oh. fucking sick. It's really uh -oh. funny when the guy's just like, "All right, detective, here's your quiz." On a hot day, where would people be likely to go to cool off? The grocery store? No, detective. What sort of thing would have a nice, cool, maybe wet place to go swim and cool off? Your the mother. Spencer's at the mall. They would like to go to the mall. I... Are you fu... Oh are you brain damaged? <laughs> I, I, I oh, like oh Arby's. It's Arby's. Hey, detective, uh, unrelated. I was thinking of getting a pool permit from the. You're going to blow up the pool? Oh, now he gets it. All right, good. <laughs> I didn't have to go with the whole bit. Now that I now that I know that the voice actor is fucking Ryusei Nakao, I'm just imagining Frieza doing all of this, and it's just like, <laughs> hello. I'm going to blow up this fucking pool. I think I have PTSD with the Frieza voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, if he did the laugh at any point, it would have been really fucking good. <laughs> For real. Love that shit. Doesn't he come back as like a gold Frieza in the new new uh, show? Yeah, yes. don't worry about it. In one of the more modern <laughs> movies, yeah. Don't worry, he shows up as gold Frieza and Goku goes, that's cool, and turns blue and he goes, what the fuck? And he gets knocked out immediately. <laughs> it is very funny. They also legitimately established in that that he had some control over the appearance of it because he outright goes, it's a little garish, but I wanted it to be reminiscent of your own power. That way I could <laughs> fucking overcome you with your own shit. Hmm. And then Goku goes, hey, what if I was blue? And then he, <laughs> you hear the fucking the fuck? boom, he kicks him in the chest and knocks him out gold. Oh, man. Don't you lecture me with your stupid gold shell. Oh. Exactly. I still can't believe don't, don't you lecture me with your $30 haircut is a fucking Dragon Ball movie line. It's so funny. It's the funniest shit. So in... I Go ahead, Carl. Go ahead, Shura. Go ahead, Shura. Ah, fuck! Um, in the anime, the bomber is known as the Continuous Bomber, which... Kind of a boring name, honestly. Yeah. But in the in the manga, you... I don't think ever actually even see his full face, but in the manga they call him the Playing Card Bomber. Also known as the Trump Bomber. Because Whoa, Trump is a fucking poker no. term. Well, yeah, because Trump card is a term. Yeah. Oh, it, it, this ain't about him. I just found that funny. Oh, boy. It's incredibly funny. Uh, Also in the manga, they outright stated that his third attack at Domino Mall, yeah, that was the third fucking attack he did. Yeah. Um, He killed eight people. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -mm. Wait. That's Hell that's no. yep, there we yeah. Go. Cut that W in half because that's fat L, my guy. We don't celebrate that. <laughs> also, the game they played in the manga was called Clock Solitaire. Hey, put stakes on the line. 
People people will actually die if Yugi doesn't get this shit right. Well, yeah, we knew that because there are three people in the fucking Ferris wheel. Yeah. One of them being well, his girl. Two. Pending. Because he's in the third one and he's not going to blow himself up. Was I lying when I said there were three people? Of course no. he's not going to blow himself That's up, true. but he doesn't know that until, like, the end. Spoilers. Spoiler. What the? Why would you spoil the thing we watched? Why would you spoil the thing we already saw and have notes on? Stop it! <laughs> Sorry, I heard the drill again. I, I heard it too, don't worry. <laughs> why does why does Tia go on the thing alone? I think I missed that part. Oh, because um, she wants to try and draw out the other Yugi by putting herself in situations where he might want to... Was she going to, like, jump off the Ferris wheel? No, no. Like, after they meet up with Joey, oh, okay. and he's just like, yeah, it feels... It, it sucks that I'm here alone. Uh, She's just like, all right, Yugi, our next game is tag. Find me! And then she fucking dips, and she goes to the Ferris wheel and waits for him to show up eventually, and she's just like, man, why the fuck hasn't he shown up yet? And then the bomb threat happens. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if her plan had just fucking worked in a different world, and it's like... Dark Yugi shows up like, you challenged me to a game. I'm going to win. <laughs> Penalty she, she game. Probably... No, not even. Penalty games are only for people who deserve it. She she just wanted some dick. It's fine. This episode wasn't bad. It's actually yeah, it pretty good. fun. I, I like this one a lot. It was very good. The, uh, the reveal of, alright, so how do the balloon colors correspond with the carts? Oh, the flower wheel. Yeah, it's, it's very good. It's the giant thing at the front of the park. And Yugi's solution to I can't reach it in time put me on the big drop. So fucking good. It was really fucking good. It felt like some, some Death Note shit. A little bit. I, I just I want more of the mind game stuff. I want more of the all right, think carefully to solve this. So when you get the solution, it's like, oh, that's fucking good. Yeah, like like the mind game high stakes, people will die sort of thing. Yeah. And then I like the, the reversal moment where Yami is just like, all right, I figured it out. Now we're going to play my game. You're in that car. What? No, I'm not. You're in that car. There's a bomb. There's not a bomb in here. Blow, blow, blow up the car. There's a bomb in there. Look, at, look under your seat. It's Oprah. You have a bomb. <laughs> and then he fucking jumps out of the car. You get a bomb and you get a bomb and you get to die. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Hmm. God, I love this episode a lot. It's very strong. It's uh honestly, I'm I'm very much okay with them changing it from a a solitaire game to this balloon thing because they gave it a a good chance to have like a kind of mind game aspect to it, which was very neat. Yeah. Uh they they kept the core premise while twisting it in a way that still works and still um feels like it's in line with what Takahashi was writing. Like, in yeah. his general arc of Yu-Gi-Oh? No egregious changes. Yeah, and I don't hate them bloating it out to be like, alright, it starts off as they're going on a longer date to the water park part, and then to the amusement park part. Like, I'm cool with that. I think I think it was f just fun. I was expecting this to be the Capiland episode, but it was not. No, unfortunately. That's gonna be its own whole arc. Yeah. Oh, its whole own arc? Yes. What? Cool. Ka Listen, when Kaiba wants to destroy Yugi's life, it's an arc. He can't just <laughs> do it once and be done with it. He needs his own fucking like set of probably like six episodes. 
This was a good one. There was just some points where I was watching it where the VHS rip very clearly yes. had some issues. Yeah. This and the Not next one. Not just in this episode, but in like the other ones also. That is a like, universal oh. problem. Fun fact. Yeah, uh, I kind of figured. Some of these episodes, there are just no known recordings that don't have visual glitches. Fuck, that's a shame. Yeah, it happens with with older media like this. If if Toei would like re-release this on like any form of physical media... It would fucking be done, but they probably uh, they probably just don't have the rights, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, which which is a shame. It would be it would be nice to have this like archived in a nicer, different way, like in a in a physical way. But I understand that these things probably just can't happen, unfortunately. And even more unfortunately, things like that are going to get a lot more complicated nowadays. But hey, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 0, Episode 15? Episode 15! 15. Kawaii yona henshin dekinai. Eerie woman, unable to transform. They, like, hit all the, like... They hit all the, like, troops, like, one after one. It was, like... Yeah? Uh, swimming episode. Scary episode. Yeah. Crazy bitch episode. <laughs> This one rules. This, good, this yeah, time. Yeah. This it's, it's, I wonder why. <laughs> Tell me why it rules. Carl. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> why, why is it rule? <laughs> because it's funny. Okay. By the way. Oh, so, so women manipulating men is funny to you? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not sure if... Fucking gaslight gatekeep girl boss unless it's Miho. I'm not sure if we've talked about this, but uh, the original name of Duel Monsters was Magic and Wizards. I don't know that we've actually brought it up on the podcast up to this point. What? Yeah, the M and the W. Which I I only found out because I was looking at the cards in the in Season 0, and I was like, oh, that... I Like, I, I didn't realize for a while that it was that it was an m and a w i was just like oh that's a really cool like abstract fucking pattern thing and then i realized wait no that's that's an that's an m and a w no it's it's literally because he based it on magic the gathering which is made by wizards of the coast hence magic yep. and wizards and Yu-Gi-Oh's tcg was originally printed by magic from by the magic the gathering people wizards of the coast that is true i remember that one yeah, that's that's why early cards were called magic cards and then had to be changed to spell cards in later printings. It's very sick. Very fun. Facts. I think I think they only lost the right to do that because of some like fucked up shit that happened with a set or something. I don't remember the exact details, but it's there's there's a fun story there. I love when you can tell that uh Kyber's gonna show up in an episode because they're always just like Duel Monsters is back. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny every time. I love these two fucking losers. These two absolute idiots. Our friend got a love letter. No, clearly it's not for this little one. It's got to be for one of us. And they start beating the shit out of each other. It is funny as fuck. And then... It's mine! And then Anzu has to step in and go, Boys, give it to me. <laughs> and they're just like, yes, ma'am. Pass me the rock, boys. 
Why was she so mad about that? And then they start beating each other up again when it's like, uh, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah, the little Yugi, uh, he can't get a girl before us. Sounds like they're huffing a whole lot of copium there. Oh, a little bit of fucking copium. And then Honda, without even meaning to, just absolutely destroying Miho. It's so good. It's so good. And then I, uh, Hold on, where is the... Did I... I could have sworn I wrote this note. What the fuck? I could have sworn I wrote the note of, uh, shut the fuck up, Miho, nobody cares. But no. <laughs> I guess I didn't. I can't believe this. Instead, uh, I have a very important note of, uh, Hi, Kaiba! How's your lettuce head? Green. Every time I see the green hair, it fucks with me. Mm -hmm. So funny. I hate that the both of them just kept calling this girl they don't know a Frankenstein. Like, she's definitely gonna look like a Frankenstein. Shut, stop. What's wrong with you? They're high school boys and they fucking suck. Clearly, if she likes Yugi, she's gotta be ugly. Uh. Be happy for your friend. Fuck teenagers, dude. They suck. Yeah, they really do. Fucking suck ass. <laughs> I was one, I know. I sucked back then. Yeah, same. So this episode is a is is a fun anime original one. Uh, we got we got basically just a fucking retelling of a Macbeth poem, which is really yeah. neat. Huh? Yeah. She she runs up and I'm like Yugi, look out! She's gonna cast a spell on your penis and turn it into a weasel. Yugi, look out! Skedaddle-skedeezle, your dick is now a weasel! <laughs> Yugi, gets his, Yugi gets his cock turned into a weasel and Honda's just on the floor crying like it's him in that one shot of the Orichalcos arc going, It should've been me! Not him! It should've been me! <laughs> <laughs> I want the weasel, Petey! <laughs> hey, Honda, you alright there, bud? No, he ain't okay. He just goes, Miho loves weasels! Yugi walks over and his little weasel dick puts his hand on his head. Starts patting him. This episode was so strange. Yeah, it was fucking weird. I like you knew as soon as uh as soon as the the rare card was from a set of three sisters, and as soon as this one bitch showed up, you knew she was gonna be from a set of triplets. Yeah, but yeah. Like, it's like you oh, know yeah. the entire time, but there's a part of you that wants to just see little Yugi getting into this like cute crush situation. Cause like it was really cute at first, just seeing fucking uh, seeing just this seemingly innocent little girl like crushing on Yugi. That was adorable. I would I would like to see more. You don't get to see it for long, cause she literally like. <laughs> He goes to touch her at one point, and she turns away and gets this disgusting yeah, look. Right. She's like, yeah. almost touches Dog, the at least, like, necklace. try for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, what? she's straight up, she's like, oh, that's a nice pendant, is about to touch it, and then just goes... Yeah, like, <clears throat> the Millennium Puzzle wards off the evil of this one bitch specifically, because <laughs> she, like, hisses at uh, it. The Pharaoh inside that. the puzzle just being like, no, Yugi, she just wants your card. <laughs> Find you a woman who wants both your deck and your dick. <laughs> Pharaoh, yeah. she doesn't want my dick? No. <laughs> Never. Don't stick it in crazy, Yugi. 
She wants that wichosi, Yuki. <laughs> Pharaoh, I don't know what that means. Listen, Yuki. It is every man's dream to get into a relationship with triplets, but it's not worth this price. I feel like it was episode would have been worse if the triplets actually liked him and were fighting over him. Oh, it absolutely would have been. The the weird fucked up mind games they play with Anzu in this episode are so fucking good. Oh, they're yeah, wild. They fully gaslit this girl. It was really fucked up. I'm like, why why are y'all targeting this poor girl? What did she do to you? You just want the card. Why did she you have the card? She had the card and she gave it to Yugi. That, that's that's unforgivable. She needs to die. I guess, yeah. They, if they pushed her off the escalator. I was losing it, dude. <laughs> yeah. She could have died. I would have understood it more if they had explained it as, like, try to make Anzu look as crazy as possible so that Yugi doesn't value the card anymore. Yeah. But they don't get that point across, unfortunately. And it just comes across as, you're gaslighting this bitch who's done nothing to you. I love when the entire dipshit brigade shows up at Yugi's house unprompted while this girl is tending to him after she probably poisoned him, frankly. That's what I was assuming, that she poisoned him or something. Yeah, exactly! And then that just never is the case, and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, so there was something that she put in the clothes that's, like, fucking with him, right? Oh, no, he just got sick oh, somehow. By the way, last episode, when I said that I, uh, I, I, I had gained just a slight bit more respect for, for Honda because I, I fucking, like, not sympathized, but, like, I felt a little bit of pity for him for some shit that happened in previous episodes. Not anymore. Not after he and Joey spent fucking ten minutes of this goddamn episode calling this girl that they had never met Frankenstein. Yep. <laughs> but it's okay. He then, he then proceeded to fuck, him, fuck himself over just by going, like... Oh, any girl with Kana in their names are like that, and then mean, then fucking cardboard's and then like, oh shit. Where she's like me, oh. and then I go good, cry harder. I'm like hell yeah, fucking decimator Honda. <laughs> Two for one, Get emotional damage. Make her jump out the window. No, we don't do that. We don't advocate that. We 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 destroy her emotionally. Only we for don't... Miho. No. Only for Miho. <laughs> Put wet cardboard in the rain and it'll start dissolving. You don't have to take any actions. You don't have to leave yourself liable to any damages. That was fucked up. Hey, I'm just, I'm just spitting facts. If you don't want to hear them, that's on you. I kept writing down that they were going to rob him blind and suck him silly. <laughs> oh no, they were going to rob him blind. End of sentence. Yeah. <laughs> the sister comes in and she's like, where's the car? starts whipping around a whip and it's like what the fuck for some <laughs> reason for some reason the only thing that came to mind during that scene was that one hellboy panel of like is that a triplet she's got a whip and it's instead of the monkey with the gun it's her just like it's her with a whip. this entire episode fucked with me something fierce because <laughs> these okay these three sisters have the same vibes of Something I think everybody has to deal with in high school or, or college or, or some form of school at some point in their life where there is that one girl at your school who like starts off as like a, either a warrior cats girl or a horse girl or something and what? eventually moves on to the Wiccan pagan thing. 
dyes oh her hair God. blue and goes batshit fucking crazy. You mean every third girl on Tumblr in 2013? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Now, don't get me wrong. I have a lot of friends who you would say would fit under that fucking description. There is a major difference between the people who are who who fucking like fit the description and aren't crazy and the people who fit the description and are fucking batshit. These three sisters yeah. are the batshit. Yeah. Well, they jump down and they're like fucking sharpened teeth and claws going, give me the card. It's like, what the fuck? All this effort for a fucking card. I'm just throwing it like, Ugh, take it. Ugh. When I tell you that I thought Kaiba showing up was going to be the foreshadowing of like, oh yeah, she's the third pillar. And then he shows up and is like, nobody defeats my rival but me. Same, yeah. I lost my mind because it's like, damn, you've just always been this gay for Yami, huh? Oh, absolutely. I was expecting him to be like, ah, you're taking action into your own hands, my third pillar. And instead he's like, you get away from my fucking boyfriend. <laughs> you get away from that dick, it's mine. I'm going to beat his ass and suck him silly, not you. Get your own fucking dick. Also, uh, also just... Rest in peace for Joey's future generations. They no longer exist. <laughs> hey, they... Those potential children died long ago. Do you not remember fucking Capsule Monsters when he falls in the branch and then the other branch and then the other branch and then the other branch? Oh, that's... At this point in time, that's in the future. Yeah, but, uh... Like, th this was a foregone conclusion no matter what happened in these episodes. Yeah, that's fair. There's there's a point where these where these three bitches like are chasing uh Anzu and Yugi with a whip and they just corner them on the street, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's there's a fucking screen cap where where fucking like all three of them are in frame and one of them is just like holding the whip like a goddamn dominatrix and all it could do is just stop and go. Is this Carl's like dream sequence? Oh no. My God. <laughs> No, that's what I was thinking. I don't like pain. You don't? I don't. I don't like pain. It gives me gas. Really? <laughs> I like that Kaiba just shows up, absolutely <laughs> slaughters them with two blue eyes. Just it just has two blue eyes now, and then just gets up and leaves. And the episode end right there. It's like legendary. This this man really just says you are a man who should not lose to these types, and then the episode fades out and hits credits. I lost it laughing. That's so fucking funny. Also, the first time they fully call it the blue eyes white dragon instead of just the blue dragon or whatever they called it. The white dragon or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This was a really fucking good episode for an anime original. Yeah. Yeah. Kaiba wins. Also, like, why do they have to play with poor little Yugi's heart like that? Like, come on. The poor boys just want some love. He's little. He's just a little guy. You're going to mess with him like that? It's his birthday. He's, he's a little birthday boy. You're going to do that to a little man on his birthday? It's just, it's just fucked up, dog. You don't got to do that to him. I'm going to take this moment to uh, cut us over to our ad break while little Yugi recovers. Uh, from a broken heart and uh, a not-sucked dick. So, in case... <laughs> in case you're somehow not aware yet, uh, we do have a Twitter. Twitter.com slash Millennium Mike. At Millennium Mike. It's on screen for video viewers. It's in the description for audio viewers. Uh, 
Post good. M I L L E N N I U M M I C K E Y M O U S C. Stop doing that. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a hot minute, and I was glad, and then you started doing it again. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to stop. I swear to God, one of these days, the mouse is going to hear it, and the mouse is going to fucking sue me for things that I didn't do. And I'm shooting that What's lawsuit your, your way. What's your problem with Michael? Get ready for our, for our spin-off show, Millennium Mickey Mouse. No, stop that. Don't make promises that you can't keep. Yeah, you, you gotta say it like Millennium Mickey Mouse. You gotta, say, you gotta do it like that. Yeah, you gotta do the fucking we old school say, anime censorship. <laughs> we can't say it because otherwise will come after us. Doing the ad breaks live was a mistake. <laughs> Outside of that, we also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Millennium Mike. Also in the description. Also on screen. You can help support us every month so that we can make more content for you. You get access to stream VODs of old streams. You get access to uh, notes from the Duel Monsters Arc of Millennium Mike. All of my notes from Duel Monsters are up there for patrons. $5 or more a month. I'll be posting all of my notes eventually. Fuck yeah. Uh, you also get access to all of our commentary tracks for, so far, the two Yu-Gi-Oh! movies that we watched, uh, Dark Side of Dimensions and Pyramid of Light. So if you're curious about watching those along with us and you're catching up or re-watching the podcast, you can get those. We'll also be doing more streams in the future, so please look forward to that. Uh, now that my internet is stable enough to stream again, I promise you I will make that Millennium Puzzle Model Kit. Ooh. It is happening. I do not know when, but it is happening. At some point, we gotta do the uh, Millennium Mike fucking Mario Party night. It'll be fun. We do. It'll be a fucking nightmare, but like in a fun way. <laughs> On top of that, uh, if you are a patron of a certain tier or above, you get special benefits like our Blue Eyes White Dragons, 25 bucks a month. You get your names on screen right now. So if you're watching the video version, there you go. Uh, otherwise, you are also in the description. So it's a win-win no matter what. After that, there are Forbidden Ones, 50 bucks and above a month. So you guys get your names read out, which is very good. So oh. thank you very much, as always, to our Forbidden Ones, Bill Sanchez and Teletran 4. Bill. I think I said I think I said it last time. And you too, Teltran. Just because you don't I have a meme us. doesn't What? I hate <laughs> us. You always win. <laughs> Listen, it's the, it is the lowest hanging fruit. Of course we're yeah, all gonna go. Sometimes for it. you gotta taste it because it just tastes the best. You know what? I'm trying to think of a good segue. <laughs> I'm not finding any. Uh <laughs> We also have our god cards, our our sacred god card tier, for with their insane support, hundred dollars a month. Thank you very much to our three god cards: Dimitri Gonzalez, no. Safi Ravenhurst, and Shining Mew. Thank you all. Such power. Friendly reminder that uh, even for as little as five bucks a month, you can help contribute to our eventual goals of watching things like 5Ds, watching things like Zexel. Yes, that's how I'm continuing to pronounce it. Fuck you, I'm not <laughs> changing it. You want to pronounce it a different way? Good on you. That's no, you not see, me. You see, Shibuya, what you got to do is you got to piss them off by pronouncing it the really stupid way, because sometimes an X has a shh sound. Zexel. I'm not, I'm not saying Zexel. Zekrossel. Zekrossel is a good contender. <laughs> I'll keep that one in mind. Zekiel. 
Yes, my favorite book of the Bible, Zekiel. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, we have up until V as uh, stretch goals for continued patron support. So if you have five bucks a month that you want to spare or that you're able to spare, consider contributing. If not, don't fucking worry about it. Patreon.com slash Millennium Mike. Pretty sure that's it, unless we have, like, any other things that we want to announce before we cut to the dipships part of the ad. Do you like boats? Do you want to narrate over the dipships video this week? No, <laughs> no. Alright. enjoy boating how about listening to three friends tell stories and talk about their weeks then i've got just the podcast for you dip ships the legitimate boating podcast every week carl jordan and pm get together and tell the favorite stories and recap what's been going on in their lives and talking about boating too i guess check us out on youtube spotify apple podcasts google podcasts amazon music and podbean and we'll see you on the nautical mile Back from the ad read. Ah! Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 0. Season 0, episode 16. Yeah. I beat you to it, bitch. Ipatsu Gyakuten Hakui no Kiki. Breath change. Crisis of the White Robe. Okay, the beginning of this episode, is Joey... Is Joey pretending to be a bear at the beginning? Is that what ha- what's happening? No. I'm pretty sure he's just, like, buying a bear oh, for okay. his sister. Yeah. When he goes to I visit her at bear. the hospital. But I, I just wasn't paying attention in the beginning, so I just, like, saw a bear moving on screen and someone talking, and then Joey... Oh, you weren't paying attention, so you missed the part where the doctor's patients died because he was playing golf, huh? No, 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 I saw that part. I saw that part. Okay. I was gonna okay. say, how did you miss the episode starting with someone fucking dying? I was wondering how you didn't bring that up first. <laughs> The doctor just walks outside of the fucking room, practices his golf swing, and is just like, I can't wait to go golfing this weekend. I'm like, you should have been fired for malpractice a yeah. long time ago. I didn't pay attention to the first part of that. I, I saw that at the end, where the zombies all taken. I was like, oh, one of these is like the people that he didn't take care of. Yes. That is the direct so... implication. Yeah, those are the people he killed with medical malpractice. Speaking of that bear, uh, after after Joey beats up a bunch of thugs that were about to fucking <laughs> fuck with Yugi, there's this moment where he picks up the bear, but he is himself off screen, so the bear just floats up and starts coming towards exactly. the camera. Yeah, and all, it is very funny. All I could think was, I gotta deep fry it and add a fucking effect you really to the did eyes. Deep fry the shit out of that. That's really good. <laughs> I I do love. That like thumbnail for the week. Honestly, I kind of just want to add fucking Five Nights at Freddy's music to the original clip on Altered. The fucking Torridor March has been ruined forever. What? Why? What do you mean? What? Why? Why has March been ruined forever? 
Not Mar the Torador Marsh. That's the name of the oh. song, Bio. <laughs> I thought you were like, <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with March? <laughs> the month of March has been ruined by FNAF. I didn't know if that was like I'm when like, everybody stupid. started posting their Just videos a little or bit. something. No. Yeah, like maybe it's fucking Foxy March or some shit and you always see porn oh. and animatronic. I don't fucking know your <laughs> no, life. I don't fucking know no. your story. Jesus Christ. I don't. I don't fucking also, know. Also, it'd be Mangle March. Thank you very much. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry that I didn't say the name of the right fuckable Ooh. animatronic for you, Carl. I thought that Joey was going to make Yugi wear the bear as a suit. <laughs> Have you looked up porn of FNAF? Okay. No. <laughs> I'm just asking. What the fuck, dog? <laughs> That's one of those things you see against your will. And you go, well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, one they of those things that shows up on your Twitter. Like a weird, oh. like, tickling thing that had to do with FNAF? <laughs> Is that not yours? <laughs> I did not no. deal with FNAF, no. It was just a multitude of rabbits that were getting their feet tickled, which was very funny. It's a very funny image. Audience, I'm sorry. Audience, I thought the ad break would make things better, not worse. I don't know how we devolved this quick. I don't know. I'm sorry. So, Hold on, I'll go find I, it. I, I, it saved. I didn't no, have a fun voice it. actor fact for last episode because there was nothing super worth noting. Okay. Uh, in this one, who who do you think has a noteworthy voice? The nurse or the or the doctor? Probably the nurse, if anything. I think the what doctor would be too obvious, considering he he just looks like the fucking dad from Ava. You would be wrong. You would be wrong. The voice actor for the doctor is Banjo Ginga who is known for voicing Senzaimon Nakiri from Food Wars, Thanos in the Japanese dub of Avengers Endgame. That's funny. As well as Daniel J. Darby. Ooh, Darby. Fucking Darby? Yup. Yo! That tracks. He that... is also the customer yeah. service representa representative from Kirby <laughs> for Nightmare Enterprises. Fuck yeah. But also, uh, important question. Uh, I don't know them by their names. Is that Darby the Elder or Darby the Younger? Uh, fucking Daniel. D Daniel. The J Younger is the one wearing white. No, that that's the one with the fucked up shit on his face. Okay. Open oh, wait a minute. The game. Yeah, it's the one. It's the one with like the white shirt and the vest. I guess. Daniel yes, J. Yes, I think Darby. that's. I think that's Darby the Elder. Yeah. Okay. Sick. Yeah. Um. Wild. Love that. I I did look up the uh, the nurse, and unfortunately, I recognized none of her roles. Damn. That is a shame. Sometimes it happens. I thought that I thought the nurse was evil at first because I missed the first part of the the uh, episode. <laughs> you, you missed the part where they literally established yeah, who the villain of the episode is in the first minute and so you assume this nurse that is just very sweet and kind Bio's and the kind of person who went to fucking see uh, Avengers Endgame and is like I don't know why they started bullying that purple guy I don't know what he did they just showed up in his house and fucking cut off his head I haven't watched any of the Avengers movies that's uh, honestly fair yeah. teach their own uh, this episode is honestly pretty cute, all things considered. It's another anime original. Uh, wasn't expecting to see Shizuka, so that was neat. Yeah, I was Yeah, stunned. not blind. That was interesting. What is... Not, what? Not yet. <laughs> not yet? It's a degenerative disease. She ain't going blind until later. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I did they even specify what was wrong with her in in this? They just said that she's been in and out of the hospital a lot. Yeah, in this they don't specify, but like in original Duel Monsters, the point is that the disease gets worse Mm. as she gets older. So that's why the like that's why Joey freaks out when he gets sent the tape because she's like, "This is the last time you'll ever see me like this," because literally Mm. she's gonna go blind. Uh, ooh, actually, that's another voice actor to look up. The voice actress for Shizuka, Michiko Neya. Oh, Vince Rogue Rage. I'm just proud of my boy Joey. Who? Uh, one of Sanji's sister. Oh, okay. One of the one of the Vin Smoke family. Yeah. Uh, a lot of other people. Apparently, she shows up again as a different character in Yu-Gi-Oh GX. So that's neat. Fucking oh, Sex? she's she's the voice actress for fucking Riza Hawkeye. Hell yeah! Holy Let's shit! Go. Yo, man, she gets a glow up later on in her career. <laughs> I'm proud of Joey for falling for an older woman. A man of class, a man of taste, a pure intellect. Honestly, this is one of really the most cute. reasonable and kind of cute crushes that I think I've yeah. seen in Yu-Gi-Oh. It's very good. Out- outside of just Yu-Gi and Anzu. All in all, this episode is mostly just cute. It, it's just Joey's trying to take care of his sister and falls fucking no. head over heels for a, a like... A sweet older woman. Fucking seven nurse. <laughs> A seven <laughs> nurse? Design-wise, she's kind of bland. A seven, yeah, wow. Design-wise, she's bland. What kind of fucking say? Yeah, but she's very nice. Now, I, I, mean, I do know? hate this episode because this episode gave Miho, Miho a good line. Yeah. How far did you go with that nurse? Like, Miho? <laughs> that was yeah. actually really fucking Miho? <laughs> yeah, this, this episode... This one and the amusement park one made Miho tolerable, which is a lot to do for a character who is that nothing. Also, Joey just going, I haven't done anything yet. And he's like, yet? And Joey? <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all okay? Uh, big, big fan of the nurse for being one of, uh, one of those nurses in fiction who's just out to do her fucking job and refuses every single advance that the shithole fucking doctor, uh comes at her with. She slaps the shit out of she him. She beats really the good. fuck out of him. I love it. Knocks hey. the holy spirit out of Girl him. Girl hey, power. Real talk, Let's go. Real talk. Fuck Honda in this episode extra yeah. fucking hard. Like, yes. In what universe, bitch, do you think it's appropriate for Joey to give this woman a bra? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Honda fucking sucks and is an idiot. Also, where the fuck did you get that, dude? Why you just got a bag with a frilly-ass fucking Victoria's Secret bra on you? I could give you answers, you don't want them. I mean, yeah, he performs drag yeah. on the side. No, that that would be a reasonable and... Yeah, that would actually make I, him go up a point. I also, uh, I like Shizuka being, like, the best wingman in the world. It yeah. is really cute. Just like, well, uh, Big Brother, I, I did ask her, she said she doesn't have a boyfriend. He's like, I... Dog, what's with y'all? <laughs> Everybody's just like, yeah, go get that pussy, Joey. You got this. Go crawl into that nursey. Stop. Wow. She's like, a, I'm like fucking 16. She's like 30. I mean, shit, good looking out, bitch, but goddamn. <laughs> she just goes, hey, he's just a number, Joey. He's like, shit, Jesus she's fucking Christ. <laughs> 
Jessica? Huh? I love how basically everyone in Joey's friend group was just all about like, yeah, Joey, go get your dick wet. Except for Honda, who was like, no. I'm going to try and fuck you over at every step I of the way. I will sabotage this. You cannot have happiness before me. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot. I'm a jealous bitch. Very sad moment when Joey comes back to the hospital and ends up hearing that she's been forced to leave. And then he's just like, you know I was a witness to all that. I could just out you. And then the doctor, like a fucking piece of shit, just goes, yeah, well, we'll stop treating your fucking sister. Yeah, that was... If you talk, we will throw her out in the street. I was real fucked up. Incredibly fucked up. That's all right, because we got the yummy no game. I... That shot of Yami walking up the stairs with the CG and the long shadow. Yeah. Fucking wild. Real good. Intense as hell for what ends up being uh, the Yami no golf game. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yami no golf. Mario Strike. Uh, out of everyone we've dealt with so far, this dude deserves it the fucking most. Yes, he he deserves to not only have his medical license revoked, he deserves to be blacklisted in every single fucking community. He deserves to lose all of his money and become incredibly poor and debt-ridden. And then he also deserves to just rot. All of those things. Yeah. Fuck him. I also love uh, Yami just grabbing the fucking uh, stethoscope from him and just using it as a slingshot <laughs> yeah. for golf. It's so good. It's so funny. It's like, I have faith in the plan. Let's go. No, I'm so down. Before that, even before that, you're forgetting that Yami pulled out two golf balls and one of them is like yeah, his because it's got the it. eye on it. My mm -hmm. king, did you paint that yourself or did you have someone custom make it? Where did you find this? It's a shadow golf ball. That's so funny. It came from the shadow realm itself. <laughs> Yami no gold for You think the, what, the monsters <laughs> in the shadow realm played mini golf? No, they just, they just like, took uh, golf balls, they sold them from, like, a Dick's Sporting Goods down the street, and then they, like, painted the eye on it. It took, it took them, like, four hours, yeah, but it was really worth it. I liked, uh, you don't know your hospital like I do, huh? It just fucking shoots the ball, it looks like he misses, it goes yeah, down the mail chute awesome. into the room itself. Hole the in biggest one. brain! The biggest brain play! I love it so much. Literally, he's just calling him out for not knowing the hospital because he doesn't do his mm. fucking job. Like, you get his ass. Get his ass. I love And all the fucking him. zombies of his dead patients busting in. I'm like, this is the most metal thing in the world. Yeah, no, this, this shit was hardcore. It's horrifying, but it's also fully fucking deserved. Yeah, it awesome. Oh, it's so Those good. Those people died because he was an asshole. I hope that in his mind, for the rest of his days, he just imagines himself getting torn apart by them every waking moment. Yeah. That's unfortunate, but my boy Joey got turned down. Ripped to the dream of his mommy milkers. Got nothing. Season zero, episode 17. And Honda didn't... <laughs> no, 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 no. And Honda, <laughs> and Honda didn't... Honda doesn't understand the vision and the dream of the beautiful good girl stink. 17. I gotta go. See you later, everyone. I'm fortunate Jesus. I gotta go. Shora, this one's for you and me. So the doctor that that nurse ends up going with to practice at his clinic, 
Is it just me, or did he look like the uncle from Bakuman? A little oh. bit, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, like, it's I'm just him, lie. but with, like, the goatee. There was, there was a small part of me that looked at that design and was like, I wonder if that's just a Kazuki Takahashi self-insert. I don't think he I don't ever know looked what, like that, though. I don't know what Kazuki Takahashi looks like, but it, I was looking at that and I was like, I'd believe it if that's what he looked like. I could see it. It might have been an insert for, like, his editor, but he does not, he did not ever look like that. Shibuya. Yeah. Um, I just tabbed over to Spooky's stream. He's, he's, he literally just got to mine. Oh, that's funny. He got to what? Mine? Uh, so, I'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> okay. explain this very briefly. So, for people who don't know, Spooky is a streamer on Twitch. Um, nice dude. Uh, Ultima recommended, uh me to him to edit down a stream where he like rated sonic voices uh with some of the people who do real-time fan dubs and now he's doing like a sequel to that where he's rating uh mario impressions to like quote recast the mario movie so shora threw in uh an audition for that as toad so oh, he's reviewing gotcha. those live on nice. stream right now yeah the timing on that man wow Shibuya, the the okay. chain of memories Toad flashbanged him. <laughs> Good, I figured it would. I figured it would, dude. Oh. All right, let's uh let's finish Season this episode. Season two, episode seventeen. Episode seventeen. I did not like this episode. Episode seventeen. <clears throat> this one's fine. Giri giri shobu saso moderu. A last minute match. The invited model. This feels just like a solid 6 out of 10 episode. It's not bad. It's not great. There's no sexual harassment for one thing. So it's immediately better than two of the ones that we had. I can't believe we got a double dose of Kaiba. Right? I was like, yo, Kaiba, let's go. We got the Kaiba general fake out. Only to then be hit with the real third Kaiba general two episodes later. (laughs) Also, her design's just good. Like Like, it's... She just looks like looks a model cool. in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe. Yeah. I like her. She's good. Yeah. Fucked up that soccer player for life. Yeah, yeah that was fucking great. Walks into the store and is just like, what is your rarest game? And it's like, hey, little girl, let me see that uh thing you got there. Here you go. Signed it for you. And it's like, how did you guys not know that this was her until she took the sunglasses off? Because I... they're stupid. I, I really liked that they personified her not as, like, just some outrageously dickheaded celebrity like they easily yeah. could have. It was it was very nice that she was just like, oh, you have one of my one of my fucking, like, merchandise things? Let me just go ahead and fucking autograph that for you. Here you go. Literally, without asking, she's just like, hey, can I see that for a second? And then she just she just fucking signs it for free. That is very funny. Uh, the, the funniest part, though, was, like, Yuki and his grandpa just going... Gramps, it's a foreigner. Oh god, I hope she can speak Japanese. Fuck. Now I did. I do have the least amount of episodes for uh, uh, notes for this episode. Rather, yeah, I didn't have any notes for this? Yeah, same here. I didn't yeah. have any notes for this one. Bio. I mean, I have Yokaiba, and then the next note is: it's been ten minutes and nothing has happened. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? Wow, they went to dude. her place. There's so much that happens in this one. Are you fucking insane? Oh, yeah. They meet somebody and they're like, wow, you're famous. Let's go to your house. And then 
like Taya gets hypnotized and woo. And then there's a and fucking the, pet like tiger, pepper, dog. Yeah. yeah, she almost got eaten by a tiger. It's like 15 minutes it in. She just has a fucking tiger in her apartment. Yeah, she just keeps a pet tiger, you know, because she's a fucking maniac. I was I was so ready at the end of the episode for her to be like, oh, there wasn't really a tiger in there. Don't worry. But then it moved and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was ready for her to just go like, no, there's a TV in there projecting an image of a tiger. That's to scare you. I'm not a maniac. I wouldn't kill a person over a game. No, there's just a tiger in there. <laughs> Straight up, there Wild. is just a tiger in her apartment building. So if that thing ever gets loose, hundreds are dead. Oh, yeah. Now, I feel like this would have made a lot more sense. It would have been better because like there's a point the necklace that she has just sort of shines and it's not explained and it doesn't actually do a single thing. Yeah. She doesn't have magic. Like, I would have thought that she had some kind of item that gave yeah, her right? power over that. She was just like you really know, good at the game. Like some sort of item that's been around for a millennia, some sort of millennium no, item. No, no, it's fine. She doesn't need a millennium item to do this. She could just have like like a magical necklace. Uh, but of course, we have like a fucking super lucky boy for no reason. So sure, why not? That's true. It would have been neat if she were if she were an item holder in like this early version of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Plot twist: She's like the early version of fucking Ishizu and has the has the mind reading thing. That's, yeah, I was expecting like some millennium item to come out of it, but no. I almost expected that to some degree, honestly. Or at least something equivalent to them, like some mm. other sort of mystical item. Considering the, what the next episode's about, it would have yeah. made some sort of sense. I think it is very funny that this episode, we're like, what the fuck? Why isn't there, like, an actual, like, magical object here? And the next episode's like, oh, you want magic? You want fucking magic? <laughs> anyway, the Raijin Han High game seems like shit, and I don't like it. It, it sure is an ancient game. I, I didn't uh -huh. understand it. It was just like, it sure put, a board, just... put a piece down and, and guess what the other person has. It's, it works kind of like chess, except you're just moving a piece forward to show your opponent it. And if they choose a piece that loses to it, they lose. I'm trying to think of like a good equivalent for it. So but... I'm going to be real with y'all. Raijin High does not actually exist. It is made up for this uh, anime. Wow, who could have ever seen right. this coming? <laughs> Never saw that coming. It's neat, though. Uh, it's It's not a bad idea, and I like that she... Aside from, you know, the the uh, putting Anzu in, like, this weird dance trance and then having the pet tiger uh, really didn't cheat. It's genuinely just like, yeah, I, I like playing mind games and sussing out my opponent's strategies. Yeah, she did really well against fucking Pharaoh, too. Like, yeah, ends up being one of the only, like, respectable generals of Kaiba's army so far. I, yeah, minus, you know, the tiger thing. I was fully them. expecting... That the that the fucking solution to this was just going to be she's really tall, so she can see over the screen. No, I thought the solution was going to be she can see the reflection in his eyes when he's looking at the pieces. But yeah, I assumed some kind of reflection. It, it was. Uh, I felt like it was going to be either that or the mirror. I thought it was yeah. going to be that he had a that she had a camera in the little compartment where they all were, and she was just looking at what he was grabbing. <laughs> that would have been fucked up. Uh, as soon as she went like now i know what you're thinking she's got to be cheating it's her apartment she set up the game she picked the game but no i just like these kinds of games and it's like wow you she's like no i can just read your face and tell what you're gonna do and it's like uh all right yeah like yelp yeah, i can buy that that's fine i've heard weirder <laughs> from Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. so like it's whatever but also then she goes in ancient raijin high there were life and death stakes and i go okay this ain't ancient raijin high this is raijin high in 1998 and yeah. you're a maniac who has a pet tiger in a public apartment building 
I mean, she also has a fucking dance studio in a public apartment building, so, like... That's more believable because she, like, was a dancer and is a model, so, like... If you want an expensive apartment building, yeah, sure, dance studio, fucking whatever. A dance studio can't run around and kill people if it escapes. The fact that Anzu did not notice the tiger at any point is fucking amazing. Yeah, she's in a trance. She's insane. This bitch was so starstruck, she was just spending the whole time thinking about, like, oh god, I want her to like me. I cannot let my leg drop. If my leg falls a single inch, she'll hate that's, me forever. That's what got me. It was like, how did you hypnotize Anzu? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I can find the cracks. In she the heart she kind or something. of just said, "I'm a master at manipulating people," <laughs> and left it at like, that. Like so, she, you just whispered in her ear, and she was just like, "Whatever you say, mistress." And you went, "What the fuck?" Uh, sure, and just left. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of. Out. Kind of. <laughs> it's like, uh, all right, dog. Whatever you say. Yeah. Also, I love her. She gets beaten, gets on the plane. It's just like next time we meet, it'll be a love game. And I'm just like, Eileen died on no, her way no, back no, home no, to her no, home no, country. No, no. Yeah. Um. I you skipped over one of the best things where she like hands over the necklace to Kaiba and uh forfeits her position. Ah, yes. On the generals, and she's like, he's better than you in every way. You will not beat him. And then Kaiba is coping while she fucking leaves. You cannot beat him. He's stronger than you. And he's just like, no. Yeah. It's really good. You love to see Kaiba get owned. It's so funny. Oh, it's so good every time. Honestly, the majority of these episodes have, have been good. They've been hitting. Yeah. They're we, pretty good. We got the biggest fucking worst miss out of the way so everything else after that cannot possibly be anywhere near as upsetting or bad oh well i mean we have who knows what's gonna happen next we got one more we're gonna get a good episode next that's what's gonna happen i didn't like this episode either <laughs> episode, 18? episode 18 file what the fuck yeah i don't know are you saying you didn't like this episode <laughs> yeah i didn't like this one kindan game ni te wodasna in a forbidden game, show your hand. This one only slightly changed from the manga, shockingly enough. It is yeah. like 85% the same. I legitimately didn't know if they were going to do this one, so when I, when I realized which episode this was, I got real fucking happy. Because this is one of my favorite chapters. I was so hyped as soon as I saw the sealed jar. I saw the sealed jar and I was like, is that fucking the trap card Shing Sen Zhu? Yeah. Or Shing Sen Hu? And it is. Wait, they they based the trap card off of this part of the manga? I mean, yeah, if you look at the art, it's the exact same thing. Okay, what's it called? Uh, oh, it's hard to pronounce because it's... Uh, well, I have an image of it here. Copy image. Where is the general? There you go. Straight up, yeah. Oh my Shin god. Who? Oh yeah, shit. Probably pronounced it super wrong, but I, uh... yeah, that's the one. I think the only, like, major difference in this one is, uh, <laughs> so, in in the manga, the character of Imori is at first very withdrawn and shy, and, uh, then it's just, re then it's revealed later that he is actually just super antisocial and really fucking selfishly vindicated. Yeah. It's, it's not a, it's not a matter of, like, there's another soul inside of him, I think. It it was just a straight up nope. He's just an it's just asshole. yeah. He's kind of he's kind of fucked up and evil on the inside. 
Also, there was even worse uh, fucking stakes to having your soul put in the jar in the manga, because if your soul got put out, put in the jar in the manga, it would be eaten by 25 dragons. Yeah. The manga doesn't fuck around. Uh, can I just say? Mm-hmm. Baby Yugi, I don't think has ever had a moment as fucking sick as, hey, can I take his place? Can I get the coin in the jar? And it's like, ah, oh, you'll never fucking do it. He just flips it, it shot. rolls, it bounces, it bounces, it goes off the the rim and then bounces in. The god shot. It was so good. King also, shit. Joey's line, I'm fed up with the same daily school life. I'm like, Joey, my boy, you don't know what's in store for you. You don't know what the fuck you're going to end up going through. You don't want that. Then Joey just like, hey, Yugi, don't get mixed up with that kid. He's no good. He's the downer. And I'm like, dude, he's just dealing <laughs> with depression. Leave him alone. Yeah, fucking, I'm sorry. He's a wet blanket. If you stay around him, you're sure to get moldy. Joey, what the fuck? Joey, that's fucked up. But then the kid brings Yugi into a jigsaw cellar, and I'm like, nah, dog. Yeah. Nah, I, I agree with Joey now. Get out of there. <laughs> nah, dog. He's going to kill you. Okay. Joey was, ju was judging on first appearances. Yugi has a little more information. I was going to say, we have a little bike that my son likes to, like, run around on. And, it, and my wife, one day, like, just, yeah. like, yeah. realized, like, Holy fuck, he looks like Jigsaw. <laughs> he like rides on it. And so I've been I've been trying to get him to say like let's play a game. Whatever he's on it. Oh, bio. Bio. You got a Halloween costume idea this year, bio? Literally, I was gonna say next Halloween, you can just have him ride around town if you give him like a little mask to put on and like mm. a wig or something. That would be really funny. You're gonna come home one day, he's gonna be on it just like hello papa. <laughs> you wanna play a game? <laughs> Inside the jar are the cookies. I need you to fetch them for me. But I've set up mousetraps along the way. That would be really good. I, I put Legos in the kitchen. Please get me cookies from the jar without stepping on the Legos. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, so other small difference. In the manga, Imori actually knows about the Millennium Puzzle and the, uh, the whole... The one who solves the puzzle shall gain the thousand ways of shadow games and become a guardian of darkness. Oh. In the manga, yeah. he outright is like, I want to be a guardian of darkness, so I have to defeat Yugi. Which leads into the fucking dragon card thing. It's real fucked up. He also, I believe in the manga, unseals the uh, the game himself instead of mm -hmm. just him fumbling when bullies catch up to him like they did in the episode. So, like, he intentionally undoes the seal in the manga and, like, practices the game, makes sure he's good at it, takes a couple souls, and then challenges Yugi for the right to bear the puzzle and uh, bear the uh, responsibilities that come with it. Yeah. Um, in the in the manga, the dragons also are referred to by the more proper uh, Chinese versions of their names, I believe. So, the fire... So. Yeah, which we don't really get in the subs, unfortunately. But uh, the fire dragon is... Uh, and I'm probably butchering the pronunciation on this because Chinese pronunciation is not something I am experienced with. And there's a lot of weird rules on that. Uh, Huo Long, Jin Long, Shui Long, Tu Long, and Mu Long. Which is the uh, fire, metal, water, earth, and wood dragon that appears. Which, by the way, those dragon designs, fucking good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. 
I'd also just like to uh, point out that the change they made for this episode was surprisingly practical, but also I don't understand why they had to change it to this. So, in the manga, the Forbidden Game is specifically a card game where it's basically the same premise, but, like, each card has, like, a number assigned to it and an element assigned to it. So, you have to... It's it's the same deal. You discard the cards of the elements you don't want, and you go until you have um, two dragons in your hand. Which is basically what they do, except with tiles in the anime version. And also in the anime version, uh, their, fuck, their fucked up game has fucked up consequences of like, yeah, we'll sink an island if we lose. I don't understand why they needed to do this. Maybe to raise the stakes visually. But I think having the dragons fight would have been cool enough. Well, you see, Shibuya, they had to sink a, an island because... God, what a good fucking bit. Then Miho ruins it by speaking about it. <laughs> Literally, I this episode, there's a moment where, where she's like, Miho's family was gonna go on vacation, but then the island like, off the coast sank, and my family thought it was a bad omen, so Miho's not going on vacation. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Stop talking about yourself <laughs> in the third person. Be normal. <laughs> Just die. <laughs> I ain't going that far. Again, again, oh, if wet cardboard stays in the rain, it'll start disappearing. So don't you just, you do just, anything, and she'll end up dying herself. You just put this bitch out in the fucking rain like fucking Wizard of Oz. Ah, I'm melting! It would be very funny if at some point we just had, like, a donation incentive on a stream or something of, uh, buy a cardboard cut out not quite life size or similar uh of miho and then destroy it live on stream <laughs> that could be incredibly funny specifically of the smormu one. Oh my god and just make it life-sized to smormu that would be really funny we would have Holy to do it during shit. like a meetup or something that way we can get multiple camera angles of just each of us kicking the shit out of it it's the jojo part five gif but in real life <laughs> yeah. And and Bio's the Abaccio just sitting there sipping on some coffee, watching us beat the shit out of this cardboard standee, <laughs> uh, thinking about it for a second, and then joining in. If you want to see this video happen, I don't know. Don't, fucking... don't make any promises. I... There are no plans for this yet. It's just a funny potential idea. I don't fucking know. Maybe we'll run a fundraiser or something at some point that'll just be like fucking uh, Millennium Mike live meetup and episode recording. That way we can get a fucking plane ticket funded, because uh, some of us are poor. There goes Hawaii. There, there goes Hawaii. For real, though, if, if people would be interested in, like, a con meetup sort of thing, literally, just mention conventions. Mention potential conventions that you think would be cool, and, uh, I, I don't know, bring it up to, um, like, con staff and just be like, hey, I think it'd be cool to get Millennium Mike as a guest or something, because guests usually get passes, so that would be more feasible for us. Potentially. I don't fucking know. These are all hypotheticals. That would be really cool, but there's no guarantees on it, so just keep that in mind. I got nothing for this episode, by the way. I was gonna say, what part of the episode are we on right now? Um, 
we were just talking about like the differences between the manga and the anime where in the in the manga ah. it's a card game and then here it's tiles and also uh real life that. japan gets destroyed <laughs> yeah the same thing happens here there goes no, real no, life japan it, gets destroyed this is this is show only like in the manga there's no consequences for the actual country of japan Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, that 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 was a fucking anime original decision, and honestly, I don't hate it. It's fucked up. It's a little goofy, but I don't mind it. It adds weird level of stakes, like... Yeah. And it makes it a little bit more believable that that game needs to be sealed the fuck away. Yeah, genuinely. And then uh, they completely changed the ending of the episode by just being like, yeah, so when he unlocked the thing, he had an evil start growing in his heart, and the jar took the evil part of him, so the good part is still there. There was an evil spirit lurking within him. This doesn't sound familiar at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. It's just like, Yugi, I need to lock this back up. My dad's gonna kill me if he finds out. Please. Please. Please, Yugi. Please, friend. Well, since you were possessed, I'll do it once as a favor, but one more time and I'll fucking kill you. All right. That was him standing in the doorway, just like about to leave before he asked. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's let's get to the uh, wrap up segment. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh. I want to say something. Okay. Uh, I feel like I still hold the idea that if this series stayed like this, with like just week to week things like this and people showing up with Millennium items and it didn't just focus on the card game. Yeah, this would have been really fucking good. Yes. It would have been real neat, yeah. It would have been, like, Death Note's level of crazy good. I wish we could have gotten more of this. Like, even just as standalone. We need more manga where it's stuff like this, where it's just, like, psychological things. Yeah. Especially because this would have made, uh, you know, having other people show up and just Yugi playing a multitude of different games would have made the title King of Games hold just a little better. A little bit. But hey, you, you also, can never account uh, for what the fuck gets popular with kids. All right, so uh, now we can now we can continue. All right, uh, least favorite least game. Favorite. I think we can all unanimously say which one it is. Rising High. No. Uh, the last one, whatever the. What? No. Whatever that last one was. Yeah. The jar. <laughs> Shora, what is your least favorite game? <sighs> that is. Honestly, a little bit of a difficult question because okay. most of the games here were good. Oh, fuck. That's fair. I I I appreciated the stakes of the original version of the chloroform game more, so I'm going to say the weakest for me was the chloroform game for this. Uh, I chose chloroform game because I had to stare at that fucker's face. That's also fair. Um, and it was part of the the episode that had me the most viscerally upset throughout. That's a good game because it punishes the piece of shit. No, he just gets chloroformed. There, like he doesn't go to jail for his actions. He doesn't get like taken to taken away by cops for almost raping a girl. None of that happens. Where's real justice? <laughs> the real justice is that he gets exposed as a fraud to everyone in his school. Granted, yeah, he doesn't get sent to jail or juvie or something for what he almost did, but it's it's not enough. We need to publicly shame this man. Throw one rock at his head. Call it a day at least. <laughs> something. Yeah. Sometimes physical violence can be the way. Yeah. Uh 
Favorite game? Bomb game. Raijin High. Bomb game for me as well. I like the mini golf. Troy, did you say Raijin High? Yeah. Yeah. I actually really <laughs> liked the fact that uh, Dark Yugi was on like the back foot for most of it. That was neat. It actually felt like there were stakes to it. You know, that's fair. It's also the only one where it's like, there's a respect there for the person playing it because they don't cheat and therefore don't get a shadow penalty game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think some of the best duels in this show can be the ones where both people are playing on a level playing field. And it's just a genuine back and forth of, like, wits and strategy. You don't see that often, but when you do, it's pretty good. Favorite jobber? This one's gonna be interesting. Rajin, hi, lady. Yeah, I liked Eileen. She, she, Eileen was cool. I also said her. She's not a cheat, and even though she tries to extort Yugi by uh, nearly killing Anzu, um, that's like the baseline in this series. So Tie for close second would be the Macbeth witch sisters and fucking Frieza voice actor Bomber, because both of them were real good. Yeah, Bomber I like was the, very the girls. I'll give you that. I'll go with that. Okay. Um, and then important question. Did anybody not deserve it in no. these episodes? Mm. I don't think the doctor deserved it. <laughs> Every penalty game was deserved. Just kidding. <laughs> in some cases, they deserved just, worse. He kidding. killed people, Bio! <laughs> yeah, I'm ignoring Bio. A little sad boy didn't really deserve to get possessed by an evil demon and made to be evil. Yeah, but he didn't. I mean, he, yeah, I that's mean, fine, but it gets fixed by the end. He didn't get a penalty game, so I just don't. I don't really take it into consideration. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. As, yeah. As far as like, did anybody deserve the outcome of their episode? I think everybody basically got what was coming to them. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I'm I'm thinking who deserved the the consequences of their actions. Yeah, uh, the only person who deserved worse was fucking chloroform bitch. I'm going to put him six feet under and he'll never wake up. Uh, all right. The next episodes we're watching. Uh, we're watching episodes 19 through 24 Woo. for the next recording. And uh, episode four of Millennium Mike is going to be dropping on August 13th. So episode four? Episode four of season zero of Millennium Mike. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I I write um, I write it out that way in my notes so I get if it's confusing but like I'm excited. Did you guys watch the preview for the next no. set of episodes? I did not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I Why are, I see the preview image for the next episode on the wiki and I Would have a like feeling it's a Would you like to know what is in store for us in the next episodes? I'm scared but sure. Well, at the beginning of this episode, this last one, I was like, but where do we get Bakura? Oh, are we literally starting oh, on Bakura? Boy. Bakura is one Ooh. of the next few episodes, along with Kaiba's butler and Gozaburo Kaiba. Oh, boy. Let's fucking go! <laughs> and the last character they showed was Mokuba. Yeah! This next set is the most goaded set mm. we will ever have. Goaded with the sauce! I have a feeling that we're going to get nothing but goaded episodes from here on out. Unfortunately, Miho will still be so. in them, so they'll get the Miho debuff. But I mean, yeah, but like, could be worse. They're gonna be eights at worst, I I hope, and it it'll be very exciting. Oh fuck yeah, let's go! I'm so ready.
Oh, it's gonna be so good. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And all right. Anything you want to say to the viewers before we uh we sign off and do our funny bit? Lost your teeth, eat your broccoli. Our funny bit. Get it, rice. Rest in peace, Hawaii. Like a like a sign off thing. Can't believe Hawaii's gone forever. I was asking if anybody had it. Oh, you don't oh, need to have a bit. Like, oh. okay. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I asked for an intro quote. I don't ask for an outro quote. That's just improv if you have I it. I salute Hawaii. What? Hawaii's gone. Everybody. Who's lost to the dragons. Everybody put rip Hawaii in the comments. <laughs> if, you, if you got this far in the episode, please type rip Hawaii in the comments so the people who've never seen an episode of Millennium Mike don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I'm going to start looking up like what happened to Hawaii. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Millennium Microphone. This podcast, as always, is something that we would not be able to continue doing as often as we do without your guys' continued support. So from the bottom of all of our hearts, thank you so much for listening and watching every other week. We really do appreciate it. A reminder that we have stretch goals on our Patreon where you can help support us not only watching GX and 5Ds and Zeal, but if we reach Zeal, we'll put up solid numbers for Arc V. Maybe Vrains? Maybe even sevens, but that's thinking very long term. For now, if you're interested, go check it out. If you're interested in our podcasting cousin, so to speak, we also have Dipships, the legitimate boating podcast that Carl runs. You can go check that out in the description. If you'd like to follow any of our social media, those are also in the description, usually Twitter and Twitch. So you can go ahead and follow us there. Follow the Millennium Mike Twitter, all the usual stuff. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, we will see you next game.